Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds. I am your host, Katie Mack, and this is the podcast for people that have too much personality to pack into a dating app. hope you all had lovely bank holidays. I certainly did. I really needed the break. This week's character is a captivating storyteller, whether that be about her unique school experience or how someone once asked for nudes. She can be found either holding a flat white at the finish line or with a tequila tonic in her hand on a night out. Welcome to Single Sounds, the one with the friend thief. Nice to be here. Yeah, we're happy you're here. So let's start with your profile. Who are you sexually attracted to? I feel like people always say this, but like, unfortunately, men. But (laughs) men, yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) And what are you looking for? I am looking for... I had this conversation, actually, when I was like 21 with my mum, being like, how old would you let me date? (laughs) Obviously, like, you know, when you're like, oh, obviously, I can make my own choices in life. Yeah. And when I was 21, my mum was like mid to late 30s oh wow she doesn't remember this conversation but you know when something stands out like so much yeah. and I remember it really clearly so I was like oh interesting but yeah for me it's probably like between 25 and 35 yeah okay. I'm 25 but you know like a good age range yeah I am quite short so height to be honest isn't really a factor that's good um yeah. <laughs> It is for most people. I know. Well, I would be lying if I was like, I also want someone who's 5'4". Yeah. But 5'7 and above. Go wild. Yeah. As long as I can wear a bit of a heel and kind of have like a good snuggle, I'm good. Yeah. You know, that's it. it. That's all I'm looking for. But yeah, that's that's generally the main sort of things. Everything else goes with whoever it is. Fab. Finally, where would you like to date? I probably would like to date within a, this is, sounds really specific, but almost like a 45 minute door to door vibe. That makes sense. I'm born and raised in London, so it doesn't really bother me travelling across various things but after a long day Mm. you don't want to particularly be doing like an hour plus yeah travel to someone and if they were based in london for now because you know who knows where you might be in the future (laughs) um but yeah 45 minutes or so generally so where are you based i'm based in canterbury Highbury-Islington oh, okay, yes. area for now as well. Zone two. So Zone two, yeah, pretty, pretty central. Pretty central. Yeah. Nice. Okay, let me know your two truths and a lie. Okay. One, mm. I speak two languages fluently. Mm. Second one, I don't have English GCSE. And the third one is I've had malaria. Oh, these are good ones. Two languages fluently. Yeah, it's not not too much of a stretch. Don't have English GCSE. I really want to be particular and be like, which one? Language or literature? (laughs) But I actually thought that was a requirement. But maybe not when we were at school. I think you had to pass. Otherwise, you had to be kept getting pushed back. I don't know. So that one's interesting to me. If that is true. (laughs) How you managed to escape school without it. Um, Covert operation. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe just like, well, I can't do it. And the last one, had malaria, like Cheryl Cole. She's the only person I can think that has had malaria. Me and Cheryl Cole, best buds for life. (laughs) But I can see that if you go to a country and you forget to take those tablets. I don't think they're 100% effective, to be fair. So not an expert on malaria tablets. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you're trying to be, though. (laughs) I'm trying. Just my logic. I'm going to go the English GCSE is the lie. 
No, you're wrong. True. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so technically your sort of going into the language and literature was right. Uh, so at my school, they decided when we did GCSEs that, and this is just like an indication of the sort of school, which was just stupid, that um, <laughs> the English literature curriculum was too boring or right. wasn't kind of stretching enough. Okay. So I have English language GCSE, but I have an English literature AS. Instead of the GCSE. Instead of the GCSE. Whoa. That's crazy. I know. But they let you take AS without a GCSE. Is that, yeah. That's allowed. Apparently so. And then obviously it cancels out then if you don't have a GCSE. You're like, just like, oh, well, well, yeah. You've got an AS, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Wow, that's so intense. I've never heard of that. That is unusual. It's so ridiculous. You'd think they'd just be like, great, this is easy, like nice job for Swim us. Swim through. Yeah, yeah like yeah. they can all get A stars, whatever. Okay, cool. So which one was the lie? I don't speak two languages fluently. Uh, okay. I pretend I can speak Spanish. Okay, fine. And when I'm drunk, <laughs> I like go off on one. I have convinced, I do quite a good accent of it. So people quite often think that I am. And so I was on holiday with some friends a couple of years ago and we'd lost each other and they were walking around and they just heard this person be like, I'm from a small town in Spain. And they looked and it was me because <laughs> I just like drunkenly was like, I'm going to roll with this. Amazing. <laughs> in the accent. And everyone was like, oh, but I don't know if they were also drunk and just kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, wouldn't if know. they didn't know you, they probably exactly. didn't have a reason to not to believe, not believe you. me. Yeah. yeah, so it's something I would like to have, but yeah. yeah. And the other one, oh, malaria. Tell yeah. me about that. So we did a school trip that classic uh, what is your school I know <laughs> just sending us off doing all these ridiculous things so we had like a partner school in Zambia right as um, you do as you do um, <laughs> that we would go out and do the kind of questionable two weeks of volunteering yeah, essentially just disrupting their <laughs> lessons for two weeks and just and teaching them things that is not helpful and then <laughs> running off again which is just at the time it was really exciting and now I look back and I'm like oh god what a thing to do um <laughs> but we had all been on this sort of safari trip and we got back to the hostel we were staying at and everyone got ill with various things so people got like gastroenteritis and were in hospital for ages and all this stuff and me and one other girl went in together because we were both not feeling well and we were both diagnosed with malaria oh god but were also the only two that went in together right so like did i have malaria who knows but mm. I would rather have treated it than just being like, oh, it's fine. So yeah, I had to deal with that. Yeah. Also had to phone home. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, they were really stressed. I mean, me and my friend were sort of like, actually at the time, we thought it, not thought it was funny, but our response was like, of course. Like, yeah. of, of all things, yeah. you know. that's us, it would Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I spoke to my mum and I was fairly like, it's fine, don't worry about it. It's all good. And obviously she was at the other end being like... <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah. Were you sick? No, not at no. all. Not at all. I think it was oh, really, if, if I did have it, really early stages of fine. And then they gave you medication so yeah. nothing got worse. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you weren't sick. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah me I too. I think Cheryl was really sick. <laughs> Cheryl was really <laughs> sick. Exactly. We didn't have that in news. common. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Let me know your moan of the moment. I had quite a long think about this because I don't tend to find things that annoying. Okay. I find them annoying for like half an hour and then we'll let them go. Oh, 
That's a nice way to live. It is. <laughs> if I'm stewing on something, I really stew on it. But okay. most things I'm like, ugh, that's annoying. I'll let it go. At the moment, though, when I was thinking long and hard about it, is not being able to tell someone they're a wanker at work. Because whilst I love the passive-aggressive email warfare <laughs> that is so fun, me and my colleague at the moment have been sending out these emails that are just like, we've like crafted them to be the most anal of emails. <laughs> but I would love to just be able to write an email being like, you're being a prick, yeah. sort yourself out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're just, useless. Yeah. Rather than have to write these like paragraphs yeah. of, let's just start calling each other out. Because you would call your friend out or you would call your colleague out if you had a good relationship. Yeah. It really annoys me when you get this email through and you're like, oh my God, what are you talking about? Yeah. Dick. You can't just say that back to them. No. So that's my moan of the moment. It's going to be a tricky. moan of the lifetime, yeah, I think, really. I think it's never going to improve, especially, if, well, as long as you live like it's yeah. in the UK, it's not going to improve. Exactly. I've heard that like Americans and Germans are much better, even in the workplace, at being direct. Yeah. Like if you've done something wrong, I find it really annoying at work. I don't really get harsh criticism which that seems like an odd thing to ask for tell but, me I'm shit <laughs> yeah but I'd like it as in like if I am really doing a bad job like yeah. I'd rather someone tell me and then be like and obviously then be constructive say this is what you can do better yeah and I'm sure it's the same even with this podcast <laughs> if someone doesn't like it I'd love them to tell me <laughs> It might just be that Q one person. Millions of emails, so obviously yeah. not. <laughs> You're like, please stop. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, okay, don't go too yeah. hard. <laughs> but as in, like, if there's one small thing, like, a few people have made suggestions and they're really good. Yeah, of course. And I was like, yeah, great. Like, love that. Thank you for telling me. And I yeah. think, yeah, <laughs> back to your point of actually, maybe if you did tell these people, like, this is just complete bullshit, yeah. it would help them because they're just going to keep doing it and not improve. And what's the point? 100%. It just wastes everyone's time time yeah and like obviously you have to do it in a nice way yeah not not just <laughs> shut up you stupid person but yeah it just just takes so much more time than it should mm. when you all know that either you're not doing a good job or they know that they're not doing a good job and just trying to cover that up yeah with like nice words yeah, exactly yeah, like the most right. formal emails of all time like <laughs> moreover henceforth <laughs> Like all this referring back to my yeah. previous oh god as I mentioned earlier yeah. like, all that crap yeah it's so much but it's also like I think in some in a sort of twisted way I think I'd miss it because yeah. you don't get to be passive aggressive most parts of your life true you don't yeah so like in some ways it's quite a nice <laughs> it's an outlet yeah it's like a love hate relationship <laughs> with the, the passive aggression that I'm struggling with on a daily basis. Oh, that's funny. That was a good one. Moving on, not to a more positive note, maybe, but mm. <laughs> let me know your worst dating story. So I was at uni. I didn't really date very much at uni. I just never really got into the groove of it. And my housemates, we were in third year. They were like, right, we are getting you a date. We're so bored of you, like not having someone. Right, we're jumping on the apps. Firstly, one of my friends turned the age range to 50 plus and swiped right on everyone. So <laughs> that was really nice waking up in the morning to like Gary, 62. So thanks for that one. But then they were like, no, no, we're going to take this seriously. And they found this guy and he was, 
not my usual type, but okay. also sometimes you just have to jump yeah, in. Yeah, give it a go. Exactly. So they were messaging him. I think it was a Monday night because Made in Chelsea was on and we always <laughs> used to watch it. And he was like, I can come round and hang out with your housemates and watch Made in Chelsea. And I was like, no, mm. that's too much. Like, yeah. I'm good. Thank you. And so then we're like, right, we're going to set the date for tomorrow. So we met on campus. He took me to his like, I think he was doing a PhD. So took me okay. to the building he did a PhD in. <laughs> Like a tour. Like a t- basically, like a tour. We sat at this sort of round desk with other people in the room doing work, like not like a cafe where you right. can get away with it. There were people there like discussing their papers and yeah. doctorates and all that stuff. And we sat down and he like made me this coffee, just like just instant, just was, you know, which is fine. Cool. Sounds like you're in an office. <laughs> we, we genuinely were in an office. And then I think the date lasted about 45 minutes. Wow, that was quick. It was a quick one because firstly, you know when you like first meet someone you can tell that people can grow on you right Mm. but there's that initial thing of being like we can have a chat we can have a conversation and that I think comes quite quickly Mm. even if you're shy or whatever and I was like there's nothing to say here but he spent 20 minutes of said 45 minute date (laughs) scrolling through his dissertation what? yeah to discuss it with you or just like just showing just showing me his dissertation just being like and on this page I discussed this and on this page I discussed this and I was like wow that's so cool I love that for you great like you do you clearly it's a very important piece of work to you sure but I'm it's not I'm not interested um and then I kind of made my excuses and ran off because I was like I actually just need to get out of here. Later that night, I got a text from him. I was like on a night out, was pretty drunk. And I remember getting this message from him being like, hey, I don't think we're boyfriend and girlfriend material, but we can be friends with benefits if you want. I have judo belts that I can tie you up with. Whoa. (laughs) Just like, hadn't discussed nothing, not a single thing. And I looked at it and I was like, (laughs) just, I just remember just putting my phone away and being like, sober me will have to deal with this. Like there is no response I can give. And the next morning, I think I typed back being like, thanks, but no thanks. Just like, it was like, I'm not even going to entertain it. Just like, absolute no. Six months later, I was traveling in Australia and I received this text from this number that I like hadn't saved because Mm. why would you? And I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it's someone I've met or like whatever. And I open it and it is a video and I look at the thing and it's it's from this guy. And I was like, what is he sending me? (laughs) And it's this video. I'll show you afterwards. He goes, it's a picture of him and then it says at the bottom like I've dropped my biscuits and then this sort of rainbow thing comes up and then he pans along the floor and out of club biscuits oh yeah yeah he spelt send nudes oh yeah <laughs> just like firstly that's actually one of the funniest things that I have ever I probably will ever receive from anyone and I was like who does he think is going to respond to this Mm. I really want to reply to him being like how many people have you sent this to and have you had any responses like market research I want to see but it was just like gotta love the commitment yeah gotta love the creativity Mm. but it was just one of those things where you're just like, I actually can't believe that there are people in this world that are doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, and dug you out six months later. Like, yeah, surely yeah. you've spoken to some other girls that you probably could have tried that with, or at least is having a conversation with them, or has been romantic. Rather than like involved. one date. Yeah. One date, 45 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you didn't even kiss or anything. I know. Weird. I don't know. Maybe there's just something about me. He just couldn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's as bad as it's gotten. Yeah. Although there have been many more. (laughs) Many more. But yeah, no, that's probably the best worst. The best worst. (laughs) Did you reply to the biscuits? No. No, you just... No. But I regularly go back to it because it makes me laugh so much. (laughs) Like it's definitely saved a couple of times on my camera reel when I've been like, I can't find it. I've got to go and get it again. And just sharing it around. Yeah. Well, at least he made you laugh. Good entertainment. True. Exactly. Comedy, very important. Great factor. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Now let me know your stop, start, continue. So my stop is I think people these days are looking for someone who is like exactly like them. Mm. So on dating apps, it's quite often like, who wants to like get pieced with me? It's about like the classic skiing off piste or like must do park run or (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like those sorts of things, which I am not a skier, nor am I a runner. (laughs) I appreciate the fact that There are things that you want to share with the person you're with, 100%. And also that these things are, they speak to something wider. So Mm. if you like do sports, maybe you're driven or sociable or there's elements of it that I appreciate are things. But I feel like that for me limits the potential of two people who actually could be really good together Mm. because you've gone in and if that person doesn't meet that sort of arbitrary level that you're not going to even end up speaking or be good together. Mm -hmm. Because I think actually a lot of the relationships that I know, whilst they have definitely have things in common, they are quite different people and have different interests or have different things that they like. And actually, nowadays, it's much harder to find that out about someone if you're initially looking for the person that is you. 100%. I think also with so many of those things, like skiing is a great example, you would have only done that if probably you'd been on a few family holidays or you'd been on a school trip or uni trip. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd have to be in a specific place to even go on that in the first place, like give it a go. Who knows? Like maybe you'd be really great at skiing or you'd really like it if your partner said I, I'm really into this do you want to come to him or you know the little snow dome <laughs> give it a go like you could try it out might yeah. not be your thing but it's probably not going to be the make or break of a relationship 100% and like I definitely would try sort of in part leads into my continue but would like try things or want to learn things from someone mm. and appreciate the things they appreciate and love but the kind of boiling down to turning someone into that activity or that thing. People just need to like... Chill out. Chill yeah. out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so it's stop putting specifics on your <laughs> dating apps, basically. <laughs> I guess also if it really meant that much to you, surely there's like a society you could join. You know, like Run Club is a great one. I don't run. 100%. I'm not doing any park runs with you ever. No. I, I know that I don't like running. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I've tried it. It's not going to happen. It's not, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Like, And like, if you have your runner friends and you want to go... Go off and you want to yeah. do like ultra marathons be honestly be my guest yeah. like <laughs> i would support you the whole way because that's something you're passionate about and that's something you love but like i'll be there standing with like a flat white at the finish line you know <laughs> like rather than like jogging along yeah. with you you can still be a part of it you just don't need to be like in it exactly yeah i like that how about your start my start 
is I think like I am really sociable. Um, I love going out. I love being with my friends and that sort of thing. I think previously when I've dated people, I have never got to the point where I have introduced them to my friends or they've introduced me to theirs Mm. in like certain situations. And I was seeing someone for like four or five months and not once did we ever meet people in each other's lives interesting even though i'd heard a lot about them and that sort of thing and i think for me it's not like i want to be introduced to like your family and your friends immediately because that's just a bit intense but i'm so sociable my friends mean so much to me that i think i need someone who also has a kind of love and appreciation for their friends and wants to share that world with the person that they're with Mm -hmm. so i think like start introducing people slowly or like bring people in I think for me is such a important thing of having like a sociable crowd around the two of you that you can both engage in yeah it just adds more depth to a relationship doesn't it 100% and you can tell a lot by someone's friends this is where I was getting to I can't exactly remember the YouTube video but I will send it to you it's (laughs) incredible I it like changed my life you know Mm. one of those it was a TED talk I think and it was about relationships and this woman was essentially saying you should introduce your new partner on the third date to your friends or family like whoever's really important to you Mm. and it's not to like scare them off or intimidate and if it does she was like fuck them they're clearly not interested anyway but it was basically introduce them to the people you trust because they will tell you if it's going to work out basically as in like don't just rely on their opinions yeah but you get a good sense as well as how they interact with the most important people in your life if it just doesn't work basically it bins off the relationship pretty quickly yeah so I started to do it I was like I'm going Ah. in like I'm really trying this and every person and I did it with after that date they were gone mm. and then eventually obviously I found someone that I did it with and then they'd stick and I'd be like great so that's actually like a really good person for yeah. me or like fits into my life I really really rate that as a method I yeah. guess of dating that's so interesting maybe I'll try that I- it doesn't have to be like crazy intense it could just be like you know you're in a bar and your best friend just happens to be there <laughs> in a fake moustache and wearing a cap yeah <laughs> I actually once had that by accident it was awful so I was on a real first date oh. and I went to this really popular pub and two of my school friends were there the guy that I was on the date with thought I set it up and I was like no genuinely <gasps> oh, I promise no. you like I didn't <laughs> obviously I didn't act the reaction when mm. I saw them I was like oh my gosh like you can't believe you're here and he just clearly thought it was all like an act yeah and I was really embarrassed <laughs> That's so funny. I had it like a little while ago with my housemate where we originally both, and this was like a genuine coincidence, were going on a first date with someone and had planned to go to the same place. Yeah. Because we'd both like walked past it a couple of weeks before and been like, wow, that place is so cool. Like, let's go, you know, I'll go at some point. Mm. And then we're both like, oh, where are you going tonight? And we said the same place and we were like, oh shit. Like, they're going to think that we've set this up. That's really (laughs) weird. So then we were like, do you know what? Let's just tell them let's just be transparent and be like this is really funny but my housemate's actually also going on a first date and has also thought about this place should we just combine Mm. combine them and the guy that I was going on a first date with it was a terrible date but was like oh that's a bit weird but sure whatever and I was like you absolutely are not like I want someone that is so game 
for things like that yeah. yeah because it's fun and if it's terrible then it's a terrible good story to have yeah 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 i just i think people need to be a bit more like let's just go yeah let's go into it i think with family it's a bit different some 100%. people have like difficult relationships with their family or it means loads to them to introduce a partner but i think friends especially if they're like local it's not much to bring them to something i've done this actually this is a good one this is like way more <laughs> Top subtle tip way more subtle you like plan a date with them and then you go oh i feel so bad i was meant to see this friend tonight i completely forgot and i don't want to cancel our date is it okay if they just come like you know for an hour not at the beginning not the end like just yeah. in the middle she's just gonna drop in is that okay and off <sighs> you go so smooth i love yeah, it it's quite a good one the thing that also makes me laugh is like my mum i love she's my favorite person on the planet but she is not e- like an easy person to like she's very particular yeah and also isn't like oh you know you know how people view mums like baking and or like all that kind of thing and like wine wednesdays and that's <laughs> very much not my mother and when i see on a dating app someone be like i'm really good with mums i'm like challenge accepted mm. and the idea of putting someone in front of my mum and then thinking <laughs> that they can woo her is one of the funniest things it makes me chuckle every single time because I'm like you have no idea you would not win her over you it's just it's so funny to me that people think that they can like I'm so good with mums what yeah like what what do you mean by that oh I think it's a bit of a red flag to be honest yeah I think it just means you can like manipulate people into liking you I'm really good at twisting people's arms. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I just... I don't know. It's just a bit weird. I think it just means you're charming. Yeah. But maybe in a fake way. Don't I don't know. know. It just yeah. always makes me laugh when I yeah. see that and I'm like, oh, if only you knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do continue? No, no, we didn't. Go for your continue. So continue for me is kind of similar. It links in with that first point about like not getting me involved in every part of your life. Yeah. But... I want the person that I'm with to like challenge me mm. and to kind of push me in a positive way to like do something new or explore something or those sorts of things. And I think therefore the person that I'm with has to be quite like inquisitive yeah, or have things that they are really passionate about that they find really interesting that they want to share and that I want to participate in as well. Like those shared values of things and making sure that like you have those things that are what makes you you mm. and that you can share that with that person so it's like like not contradictory to the stop but i think i want someone who can continue it's gonna sound really stupid like continue continuing like keep striving for something or like learn yeah. something new or i don't want someone who settles so what would your ted talk topic be I think it would be something around the provision of healthcare um, and the importance of kind of health for all and disability rights and those sorts of things. I have a chronic medical condition that is kind of part of my everyday life. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we don't think about what it means to have healthcare. Mm. And I think it's something that I not want more people to think about, but like the importance of having healthcare structures and the importance of that to the communities that need it the most Yeah, because they can't always advocate for themselves. Mm. So it's like in part advocacy, I guess, as well, how to be a good advocate, how to be a good ally, but specifically within the space of health. Even though I don't know that much about it, it's, it would be more 
like anecdotal experience for myself, but it's something that I am not necessarily passionate about all the time. Yeah. But yeah. it's something that like will always be of so much importance to me. Yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of come more to light with me since COVID when, you know, obviously not all disabilities are visible. Yeah. And I think as well, like I had to, I was told to shield at the start or kind of in the middle of it. Mm. And like it then impacts a lot or has impacted a lot of how people interact with the world. I'm still, you know, getting back to it all. And it's really complicated Mm. internally. And I think a lot of people don't quite appreciate what that is for people. Yeah, it's, I think it's something that's important to talk about and is probably talked about more now than it has been before as well, which I think is a positive step. But there's still a lot of learning to do around those things. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) It is. Okay, let me know your life soundtrack. My life soundtrack is Vienna by Billy Joel. Oh, okay. If you listen to it the first time, it's like fairly melancholic, I would Mm. say. Good word. Thank you. Musical of you. Mm. Music to me is like so important. Okay. I listen to like music or podcasts 90% of the day. You know, on Spotify Wrapped, Mm. it said last year that I had listened to Spotify more than 95% of other people in the UK. (laughs) So like, I really, and I worked it out. You're in that. I listened to last year, a total of 37 days of audio, which like, isn't that long, but it's like over a month. It's quite long. Of like 24 hours straight. Like if you put it back to back and a lot of the songs that I listen to as well, I'm really like mood dependent. Mm. So you can tell what my like, emotional state is for my likes I feel like so many people do this you like tell when you're going through like a depressive period because all the songs are like (laughs) and you're like oh that wasn't a good time for me yeah but there are also quite a lot of songs that I have that I can listen to at any point or any time in my life and they mean something to that mood and that emotion so like Vienna is about being young and not being able to do everything but knowing that there is something that's out there that's waiting for you and that mm. you will get to it in the future. And that's nice. I think it's like both a, something when I'm feeling like overwhelmed, it's a song that's like slow down, like yeah. do what you've got to do now and it will all come in the future. Yeah, like it's all planned. Exactly. And then when you're feeling good, it's like you go, you know, there's you're working towards something. Mm. It's a song that I come back to again and again to just like ground me in who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've listened, so I'm definitely going to go listen. I think I'd like that. So final question. Let me know your drink of choice. At the moment, it is tequila, tonic and lime. Oh, that's interesting. Tequila yeah. Tequila Yeah. It was a lockdown discovery oh. because we had <laughs> run out of gin. <laughs> this sounds like a problem that you'd only come across if you were low on ingredients. Yes. Shit. What do we have? Leftover tequila. Sure. Let's roll with it. Yeah, I made it for myself in lockdown and I was like, wow. That's cool. I'm going to try this. I love tequila. Like, I love tequila. It's my shot of choice. 100%. If you're a Sambuca person, no. get out of the room. No. No, it's horrible. Yeah. I will only date and be friends with tequila people. That's my non-negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's 
the only thing. I was like, I'm struggling to think of that. No, that is my hard line. It has to be a single, though. Oh, it's a double too A much. double is like pure tequila. That's a good tip. Yeah, like it's so, you like a wave of tequila and you're like, I can't drink these all night. Oh my, I'm just going to order that, I think. Yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. Yeah. Be fun. I love love like like and love alcohol but not in like a you should be worried about it problem i love wine i love the kind of taste i love like the process and things around it so tequila tonic and lime is my current drink of choice but that changes fairly regularly mm. but like my dream job would be to be a sommelier oh like dream yeah. job that would be a good job it'd be sick but so expensive yeah it's literally i like looked up a course and i was like yeah i've like, done I'm that like, like 600 quid for like the first level yeah and i was like oh my god it's never gonna happen and I'm starting to form like more of a yeah. profile of what I like and like articulate it. But yeah, that's the dream one day. Mine's just German Riesling. Really? It's yeah. very sweet. Very sweet. Very sweet. Mm. I literally love it. Yeah. Has to be German though. Has to. That's what I learned because not all Rieslings are equal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. It's the soil. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. The sweet. It's not there. Yeah. So was like I like, I like really uh, New that. Zealand Pinot Noir. Like, yeah, yeah. which makes me sound like an absolute <laughs> twit. But <laughs> no. But if you like wines, there's a real difference. Yeah, definitely true. Okay, let's move on to your bestie wreck. I'm excited <gasps> about this. You've actually got two people in this <gasps> voice note. It's the first one. They asked if they could, and I was like, go for it. Oh my god, that's fun. Yeah, it's quite fun. Are you ready? I'm right. Well, yeah. This person is a frenzy, which is probably credit to her personality, considering she's one of the funniest people I know and usually has me in hysterics on a daily basis. She also has this amazing ability to charm literally everyone she meets, including my friends. See, I was originally just friends with her housemate, but after meeting this person, I was immediately taken back by how funny and entertaining she was, to the extent that I now only use her housemate as an excuse to go around and hang out with this person. Which I'm totally not bitter about. But yeah, the TLDR is, she's pretty great, but she's also incredibly popular. So I would recommend booking her at least two months in advance if you want a shot at actually seeing her. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do still friends. <laughs> I really do. I just love, I think it's like, it affirms for me that the people that I've chosen to be friends with are great. Yeah. Because if I get on with their friends, then I'm like, well, but yeah, no, I do have a habit of yeah. stealing friends and then also like getting on really well with people's boyfriends. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the same. And I know some people think it's a bit much, but I love merging friends. Mm. I really like it at my, my events, like my birthday. I love the fact all my friends know each other because yeah. they're there every year and I just force them to be friends. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I I just love, I love meeting new people. Mm. And I love meeting people that like, you can be friends in like a little group with. Yeah. Just like a little gang. Also, we are so similar in the two months in advance. That is exactly yeah. what my friends would say about me. Yeah. They're like, don't even bother. The thing that's <laughs> funny is like, I'm not a planner. Okay. I actually really struggle with the fact that like, 
my life is booked out mm. two weeks in advance when actually I'm more of a spontaneous person. But it's like, if I like fill my week up, I then have to, if someone's like, oh, should we do something? I then have to naturally book the next week out. Yeah, no, that's what happens to me. Which like, I... I don't mean to do it. No, I don't mean to do it. Like, But yeah, it's, it's really not natural to me. And I also feel like a massive dick when I'm messaging someone, they're like, when can I see you? And yeah, I'm like... It's embarrassing. Yeah. I was actually planning, like, I was supposed to go on a date with someone. We've been trying to get a day in the diary since the beginning of January. Because, like, it just, like, <laughs> things no keep on happening. Yeah. So he'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, actually, I'm I'm going home that weekend. When can you next do? And I'm like, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And it'll be, like, the Tuesday. Yeah. And it's just, like... Yeah, I need to get better at leaving some time. Okay, so we're on our final section of this or that. Okay. Yeah, really? I'm really nervous. They're <laughs> <laughs> not that hard, I promise. <laughs> Sleep with one pillow or two? Two. See, easy and quick. Well, yeah, fine, yeah. I'm I'm already on board. I'm in it. I'm ready. <laughs> this is funny. I think I know the answer now, but I didn't obviously know that before. Plan a holiday a month in advance or get a last minute flight? Do you know what? Ironically, I plan a month in advance okay. because I can't not... I have to. Interesting. Because I don't have the time. You don't have the time to get last minute flight yet. <laughs> Colgate or Oral-B? Oh, damn. Oral-B, I think. I'm an oral B. I I worked at P&G. Oh, really? Yeah. So we had this like, oh my God, this like long talk about Oral-B. <laughs> and like how it was like actually good for you. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, I then. buy into the ads. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I switched like quite a few years ago and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Rather be with a really loud partner or an overly shy partner. Really loud. I agree. Spray on or roll on deodorant. Roll on. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I'm a spray. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, <laughs> we're so different. I, just, I find roll on a bit gross. Do you? Just because? Yeah. It's touching your smelly armpit. True, but then it makes it not smell. I know. Yeah, I just find a spray stronger. Do you? I find roll stronger. Really? But you've got to find the right roll. Okay, maybe we need a chat about yeah, yeah, yeah. which roll I need to be picking. <laughs> listen to 10 songs for the rest of your life or never be allowed to listen to the same song twice. 10 songs. Yeah, really? I wasn't sure about that because you spoke about how music was important. Yeah, I think if I was able to pick the songs... Yeah, I think you are. Then sure. But songs get stuck in my head... So, like, if I'm not allowed to listen to them ever again... It would drive you insane. I think it would I would actually, yeah. Fair enough. It would be too much. And last one, beard or no beard? Ooh, beard. Yeah, you like a beard? I do like a beard. Mm. I'm not a fan. Are you not? I don't like the feel when I'm kissing them. I quite like it. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people do. I think I might be the anomaly. No, I think it's very different. When we were, like, 16 and there'd be, like, the pubes oh, no. on the face because, yeah, like, no. everyone was proud that they could grow one. Yeah. Now I think we're past that stage. Yeah, and I think this question was getting at, like, full-on beard. Like, you know, yeah. they have a grooming kit for for it it's a proper love that for you yeah anyway that concludes the podcast <laughs> thanks for having me welcome so if you like the sound of this character head to the instagram at single sounds and let us know that you'd like to date them hope you have a great week nice short four-day week hopefully and see you all next tuesday Bye.